You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Enter His Rest is the title of this devotion. And this is a statement in the book of Hebrews, chapter 3. I'll read to you here, chapter 3, verse 7, starting at verse 7. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear His voice, do not harden your heart, as in the rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested and tried me, and saw my works forty years. Therefore I was angry with that generation, and said, They always go astray in their hearts, and they have not known my ways. So I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Wow. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Chapter 4, verse 11. Okay? Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest any fall according to the same example of what happened to those in the wilderness who tested and tried God's patience to the uttermost, and fall after the same example of disobedience. For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. What is he trying to show us here? So many amazing things, but one main thing he shows us, what is it that kept them from entering his rest? is what He has provided Jesus to be able to remove out of our lives. Jesus, Jesus, our great High Priest, who can sympathize with our weaknesses, who was tempted like us in every way, yet without sin. He, whoever lives to make intercession for us at the Father's right hand. He, who's seated on the throne of His mercy and grace, to whom we may come boldly to help us Help us with what? To enter that rest, the calming rest of God's holy presence. It is absolutely wonderful. Jesus, our great intercessor, is here as our high priest to help us enter that rest where your flesh is being agitated with moral conflicts. God doesn't want you to live morally agitated, 
driven by lusts, driven by pains and hurts and fears and rejections and insecurities. No, He wants you to live in the calming rest of His wonderful presence in your spirit, soul, and body. He doesn't want you to be driven by your own desires or He doesn't want you to be tormented by your own feelings and thoughts about yourself. He wants you to live in the calming rest of His wonderful, amazing presence. And I plead with you today, let the Holy Spirit bring you to that rest and stop the contention within yourself or within your relationships. That you don't live driven and that there's always some reason to have contention. Why? Because you're not at rest inside. You're agitated. You're, 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 you're provoked. You're irritated. You're living on the edge. You're living on the edge of... And boop, there you go. And you got irritated. You got angry. You, and all that stuff comes out of you and, and you lay it upon the other person. And, and the other person has to somehow endure all of that. And it can be really abusive. It can be really sinful where you are being abusive by your anger. I know I was. I was abusive to Virginia. My angers, when it had nothing to do with her. But, but I laid it on her because my anger was with myself and, and obeying the call of God and the devil trying to destroy me and the devil coming with great wrath trying to destroy me and then I would lay that on Virginia and, and she would look at me with her sweet and innocent soul and she would say, honey, we've obeyed God. We've obeyed God. Rest in Him. He will work His will in our lives. And she was so right. And during that time, uh, when our marriage got under so much stress because of my anger issues, God taught me how to have a daily prayer life to bring me into that calming rest. Jesus came to the rescue. Jesus came to the rescue. And I really feel today to say to you, Jesus is here to come to the rescue, to bring you into His rest. Jesus Himself will bring you into the Father's rest. You know, they believe that Moses wrote Psalm 91. They know he wrote Psalm 90, but they also believe he wrote Psalm 91 as a dedication to the temple, to the, to the tabernacle in the wilderness and the Ark of the Covenant there. Because, of course, the shadow, uh, the, the shadow of the Almighty speaks of the seraphims overshadowing the mercy seat. And so in Psalm 91, verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. On Him I lean and rely on Him and confidently trust. You see, Jesus brings you into that consciousness of the all-sufficiency. That's the word almighty. The word almighty means all-sufficient, capable of being all that you need. Jesus will bring you into that consciousness that the Lord is all-sufficient, that His grace is more than sufficient, as He says in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 and 10. And that Jesus brings you into that consciousness of the Lord's all-sufficiency, and He 
trains you through that consciousness that he keeps bringing to you to become stable and steady in that sufficiency so that he can completely bring you into that rest of the Father's wonderful, amazing presence. You know, I want to show you two little things in closing today. One is from Exodus chapter 33, where Moses is in the battle of the existence of the people of God who had grossly sinned against the Lord by making a golden calf and worshipped it and said, this is the God that led us out of Egypt and had offended the Holy Spirit greatly after all the Lord had done to show himself to them that they compared him to a golden calf was quite despicable. And here Moses is in a place of intercession. And he says to the Lord in, in Exodus 33 verse 13, Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I might find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And the Lord said to him, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. You see, this is the rest that God longs you to live in, honestly. And you have to learn how to stay in it. You have to learn how to become stable in His sufficiency, in His rest. Jesus is the one that makes you stable, consistent, calm, peaceful, restful. Not agitated, not living on the edge, not ready to have an outburst of wrath and excuse yourself by blaming others. It's really evil. God wants to deliver you from that evil. He wants you to live in a spirit where you can stay calm because you live in that rest. It holds you, it harnesses you, it arms you, it holds you, it arms you, it keeps you stable. Where you're not moody and have a bad attitude in your marriage because maybe your f physical gratifications aren't answered on demand. No, that is sinful. That is dark and unkind and selfish. You don't want to live that way. You want to be a bright, shining light that makes you attractive, that makes you enjoyable to be with. When you're dark and moody, it makes you repulsive. And the very thing you want, you push away from yourself. It doesn't encourage a sweet relationship. You've got to have an invitation of a sweet smile on your face, of a sweet servant, loving heart, a sweet, gracious, attractive behavior. And you see, as you live in the rest of God, He is able to keep you with these attributes of His grace. Okay, and then lastly, to not make it too long, Matthew chapter 11. And I'm going to read to you here from the... No, I'll read it from the King James. Let me just read it, Matthew 11. Oh, I love these thoughts where Jesus here says... In Matthew 11, come on, come on, come on, where are you? There you are. Matthew 11, there we are, one chapter back, here we go. He says, come to me, verse 28, all of you who labor and are heavy laden to our burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, 
for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. You see, there was a, there's this meekness and gentleness, this gracious benevolence, this undefeatable good will of our Savior, Jesus, that brings you into that rest. And it begins to have such wonder on your nature and character as you become more and more like him that you become easy to get along with. You become gentle and meek and lowly and humble in your nature and character. Not demanding, not controlling, not manipulative, not deceptive in your motives, but gentle, honest, upright, truthful, wholehearted, sincere where His goodness continuously flows from your heart. And that when other people are benefiting from it, you don't need to boast about it, but you are just grateful and, and thankful. And that is that spirit of rest. So I plead with you today on this devotion, let Jesus bring you into His rest. Embrace His meek, gentle nature. Embrace that grace that is all sufficient of His presence and He Himself makes you stable, steady in His sufficiency, in His rest, in the Father's wonderful, wonderful, calming rest of His presence. And that grace upon our lives is what's needed today in a, in a world that is so troubled. Amen? Have a good day.